0: You're listening to the Homeboys Podcast, recorded in our Indiana office and with combined 40 years of experience. Here's your hosts, Clint
1: and Scott.
2: Hey, hey, real estate investors, welcome to the Homeboys Podcast. We are the Homeboys and we've got a very exciting episode for you today. First of all, please hit subscribe, like our content. We really enjoy providing this to you. Like I said, our show is pretty special today. I'm here with Scott Adams, my co host as always. How are you, Scott? Great. Life is good. And, uh, and most importantly, we are here with local celebrity. Oh, I don't know about that, but. Conservative uh, radio talk show host and now soon to be TV That's right. host, yeah. Mr. Todd Huff. Yeah, so, thanks. thanks for having me. You got a great setup here, too, by the way. <laughs> well, we, uh, we, it's kind of like in golf. Like, you know, even if you don't play good golf, if you look good, true. like with the it's right true. equipment, mm-hmm. you know, the <laughs> shoes, the bag, people at least think that you know something. So we thought that if we could start by really providing something that looks nice, we could fool our audience well, you fooled me, that, uh, so. you know, we're a couple of idiots you know, <laughs> just uh, up here doing this. But, uh, you know, we're relatively new to podcasting, so uh-huh. please don't critique you know, our skills too much. You are, uh, you know, you're a very polished guy. I started,
1: and this is, you know, perspective is everything, but I started in the bedroom closet. And I got to be careful how I say this because it was my wife's closet in our bedroom. I used to say my wife's bedroom closet and it sounded like we didn't share a bedroom, but it was her closet in the bedroom. And I mean, literally the clothes were here in the closet. So this is, I mean, you're like 50 thousand steps ahead of me with this so. so you were alone in there just staring at the clothes i was talking it was a huge world. adjustment you know and that's something that i try to tell people when they ask about that journey because it's something that you know in your head mm-hmm. i got to get used to talking without any kind of feedback i don't have any nodding i don't have any glazed overlook i don't have any disagreement i just have clothes here so that was an adjustment for me it really was so okay. but once you get it you begin to like you know, have that dialogue in your head and, you know, envision people that you want to, you know, that that you know, that you're talking to really in the audience. So, but yeah, that was an adjustment for me big
0: time. So what were you doing before that? You were in horses. I know that. Yeah.
1: You know what? I've had a crazy, um, I guess journey. Um, my plan, I went to Butler university. I was planning to go to law school. I spent a semester at American university in Washington, DC. And, um, it was me versus the class every day. Um, I loved it. I was the only conservative, conservative right. Christian, Indiana boy. That's right. Up in D.C. In fact, I was asked by one of the students, one of the girls there, when I got there, because they were all East Coast kids. And they, she came up to me and she said, "Are you from Alabama or Tennessee?" And I said, "Have you ever heard anybody from Alabama or Tennessee?" I mean, well, we, I have a draw. You guys probably have a bit of one, but nothing like.
2: I don't. He- I don't hear a draw. Yeah, when that's I talk. right. We don't have accents here. <laughs> I'm but, from southern Indiana, so like I, I've got a thicker draw, and whenever I go home to visit, like, everyone jokes in here, like, oh, Clint went away for a weekend <laughs> <have> because <laughs> he comes back talking like this. <laughs> you know. But, uh, but I, I don't really foresee, you know, you having much of a draw yeah, American Yeah, I University didn't either,
1: here. but over there it must have been a big thing. And so. you
2: being the only uh, conservative Christian in the group, you probably didn't meet your wife there, I take no, it. No, she wasn't <laughs> there, no.
1: No, it was uh, – and it was fun, but I realized when I when I got through the program, it's just – Um, Law school wasn't for me. And there's plenty of of way too many attorneys as it is. And you can insert your attorney joke here. But I just, um, I decided really back then that my role was to kind of be involved in grassroots conservative principles, which really laid the foundation for the show today. But I came back and I ran a standard bred horse farm for about three years. We had some racehorses that ran up at Hoosier Park, and I think we may have had a couple that ran over in, uh, I'm drawing a blank at the other, Shelbyville. Mm -hmm. Um, Just a corn-fed country boy. Yeah, 200-acre horse farm, and I mean, literally, my day revolved around when Rush Limbaugh came on, so so I planned when I mowed the property or painted the fence so I could put the Walkman on back then. We We didn't have iPhones and... Not even iPods and that sort of stuff back then.
2: The Walkman's worth like a lot of money now, no. right? It's, yeah, it's, probably, it's, yeah. You know, prehistoric.
0: It's, you know, right. it's it, an antique. It is. Yeah, you know, I was telling my kids about how having a CD player in your car was like mind-boggling, yeah. and that not only did we have a CD player, but the CD player ran through the tape player, uh-huh. and that, that they couldn't wrap their minds around
2: the concept. I loved those things, so and yeah. then they broke, and you'd have to. You'd have the passenger holding it yeah, like yep. at a certain angle so <laughs> yep. it would play. Like, don't move, so don't true, hit a bump. Right? Yeah. yeah, you had to hold it on your lap because That's a bump right. would make it
1: skitter. Oh, right. Yeah, we've
2: come, we've come a little. Bit we have away. come a long way. <laughs> we've come a long way. Well, we've we've kind of partnered, you know, with you. We advertise mm-hmm. on on your show. You know, we've gotten to know you, and we we think a lot of you and. We just we kind of appreciate the relationship. You've got a lot of exciting things, you know, coming up. Why don't you? Yeah, and we'll we'll try to tie this back to real estate a little bit, you know, here, a, you know, a little later. Yeah, there's some um,
0: interesting real estate that's going to come up with, with what Todd is up to. There will to. be some
2: real estate. Right? Yeah. So yeah. let's 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 uh, let's kind of start there. Maybe even go back a little bit. Tell us about your show. Sure. Tell us about what's coming up because you know we've got a, you know a TV show's coming up that's for right. you. I say mm-hmm. we because we're excited to be. Oh yeah. Partnered with guys you, you on this. this. So but
1: just tell us a little bit about it. So I want to go back to, because of how, I don't know if you guys remember how we first met, but it's, a, I love it by the way. But um, I started this podcast back in 2015 in the closet, my wife's mm-hmm. bedroom, my wife's closet of the bedroom. <laughs> and um, we, I, I basically spent that first nine months or so practicing because it was, I didn't have, like I said, it was an adjustment. You know, I'd never done it before. I'd never been trained in radio and. After about nine months, we took that program to Freedom ninety five, and they gave us a time to come on at two a.m. Two a.m.'s where we started, and so that's where we happily started because it's mm-hmm. hard to get on radio, and so it's a tough thing to break. Through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's there's twenty four hours a day. Most programs are three hours, and you figure if you run three hour programs, you got eight on right. So right. it's tough to break in. And we were able to do that at 2 a.m. After a little while, we moved. Uh, we got moved to the morning drive, which is where we are today. And but the program's a little bit different, so um, it's conservative, not bitter. That's our brand, and I think it's important. I mean, this is a business, but this is also I'm I'm kind of an ideological purist in a sense because I do think that what we talk about is in this country's best interest. I think it's in your business's best interest. Mm -hmm. I think it's in the best interest of of, of freedom and liberty and the progress of our country. But I'm not a screamer, man. I don't think that there's any value. We have to persuade people if we really want to see this country go the right direction. And that's not going to happen by pounding the desk, (laughs) screaming at someone. I just I find that so off-putting because a lot of people, they can be persuaded if you just talk with them, you know, if we just spend some time talking. So that's kind of the premise of the
2: program. I love like the whole conservative, not bitter. You know, Scott and I share a lot of the same political views, which is is pretty, you know, in the middle. And we don't, myself, like I don't participate in politics as much. I've told you this, Mm -hmm. you know. (laughs) uh, You know, but, and part of the reason why I don't, is because I get so sick of people getting mad at one another. Like, you know, this last election, you know, I saw people getting on Facebook oh, and yeah. defriending lifelong friends. Like I'm from a small community and seeing people go back and forth. And that's not how you're supposed to live, in my opinion. So like the whole conservative, not bitter, Scott, I think you would probably agree. I think it's very that's attractive. what really, you know, appealed it's to very,
0: us. It's very attractive. We, you know, Clint and I talk about, Often, and we've had lots of conversations about <laughs> how nuance is dead. You know, people want to make their point. They don't want to listen. They want to talk, not listen. And the idea that any side of any political debate can be wrapped up from two points of view is incorrect. Mm-hmm. And it's it's wrong and it shouldn't be that way. You know, there should be nuanced conversations sure. on subjects. And there's everything is gray. I don't believe in pure black and white. And the gray area just it's not as exciting so you don't hear it as much but you know again that's one of the many things that really attracted us us to your program when you when you you know when we first met yeah and it was the there's a genuineness to what you you believe in and and it's it's um it's inclusive Mm -hmm.
1: Uh,
0: you know it's not exclusive
1: well i don't know i don't understand i mean it's just like any other aspect of our lives why if someone disagrees with me, why is that the end of everything that exists? I just, I don't understand. I'm not compromising my principles or beliefs. I just think if I'm going to persuade somebody, I mean, it just, it just defies common sense to think the only way to survive is to surround myself with people who agree with me. And I have the litmus test and you have to agree with all those points or I'm going to shut you out of my life. That just is.
2: It's not how you're supposed to live. Stupid to me.
1: It really is. Mm -hmm. And again, some people misunderstand and think that there's nothing to get fired up about. Of course, there are things to get fired up about. But it means I don't give up on the concept of America just because an election didn't go my way or because someone's in the White House or Congress that I think is really bad for America. And that happens. And that happens to both sides. But if you want to change that, you have to make appealing arguments to the other side. And, and there's not a lot of that today, in my opinion.
0: Right. Right. And, he, you know, the, these sides evolve, too. You, you and I had a long conversation the last time we got together mm-hmm. here at the office mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago <laughs> about what, what is a conservative and, and, you know, where do you fall within that zone and, and yeah. you know, old school Republicans versus, you know, what, what the latest stuff is. And it's always evolving and changing. And so to hang your flag on one simple thing instead of the ideas and the things you believe in, it's weak. It's weak-minded. Mm-hmm. And and instead of having deep thoughts about complex subjects and open mindedness and conversation yeah. and respect for the other side, the other idea. opinion,
1: even though they're wrong. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. That's right. But, but that's important. And, yeah. and and you've hit on a, a lot of important things there. Conversation, dialogue, respect. I mean these things I, they're I don't they're absent completely in some circles. And they're definitely not popular things to, you know, live out in our day to day lives when it comes to politics. And it's just so foreign to me because most of the people I know, my dad's a union democrat. I don't know if I told you that. My dad is a union democrat.
2: I did not know that.
1: <laughs> and there's no there's no need. Why why would I want to create, you know, difficulty in that relationship when the truth is we still agree on a pretty hefty portion of percentage of things i just i don't understand it doesn't mean i have to agree with how he casts his ballot but that's it's my dad i just don't understand we've almost lost that human you know that that relational part of this
2: and And that's part of that's part of my struggle with politics and you know i said that we weren't going to talk about politics (laughs) here i am talking about (laughs) politics but you know part of my struggle with with politics is like you know say like this this uh the Senate uh, runoff in uh, in Georgia, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. it just seems to me like when it comes down to where it's close to like a, a, a strict divide, like within the Senate, yeah. that that it, we really shouldn't matter. I mean, are we really to that point where it's literally where half the people are just going to vote this way and half the people are going to vote that way? And then there's, no, there's, there's literally out of a hundred people, there's no in between. Mm-hmm. You know, it just... It does. It just seems so crazy divided it to me is. right now. Like, I mean, that's that's how it is. I mean, that you know, the conservative party very scared that you know they're never going to be able to get anything through the Senate because you know it's split fifty fifty. You know, it just mm-hmm. doesn't seem to me like that. That's how politics should work. Well, it, or am I crazy in my well, thinking? Well,
1: you know, no. I think know. that's what the average American is is I think trying to wrap their heads around is that. Yes, we, too, we have two diametrically opposed worldviews and, and perspectives of government, but we also have business to take care of as a country, and there has to be a way. Most people are not ideologically extreme. They're mm-hmm. just, they're not. Those folks are the loudest. Right. Those are the folks that get the most retweets a lot of mm-hmm. times, but there's no... There's oftentimes not a lot of substance there. I say on the show that if something happens, let's say, you know, some Republican is found to have done something inappropriate or a Democrat, you've got 0.2 seconds to decide what you think about that issue and, you know, where your stance is. It just isn't right. Or the race of the person or the gender or the political party or whether they are a Democratic socialist. That's just stupid to me. Like we, there are, I say on the show, there I do believe constitutional conservatism is the most ideologically correct perspective in this country, but I also understand that there are good people who disagree with that, and there are bad people who agree with me. Right? right. There's bad people. It's very well said. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. augur- I mean, it. There are. There are. It doesn't depend upon matter if it's your race, your gender, your political party, your religion. i mean, I'm. A, I'm a Christian. I believe in Jesus, and there are people that have. That are Christians that have done some really bad things. It doesn't Myself included. Yeah, exactly. You know, I make I'm a Christian
2: and I make mistakes all the time that don't go by what the Bible says and what I should be doing. We just Absolutely. talked about it right before we came on, you know, I yeah. got into a yep. loud discussion sticking up for my mom at a Chili's, yeah. you know, and I didn't fulfill my Christian duty. We all we do, do that, kind of but it happens. So, yeah.
0: you know, like, there, There's one person at this table who's not allowed back in Chili's
2: restaurant, <laughs> <laughs> and it's not me. <laughs> or Todd. It's not me either. Yeah, so, okay, well, I've uh, been blacklisted by Chili's. I guess it could, guess it could be worse. <laughs> all you know? right, so,
0: so get back to yeah. 2015. You're, you're in your closet, in
1: yeah, your wife's in closet. closet, in your shared bedroom. Yeah, we share the bedroom. <laughs> yes. Not the closet. Right. And um, yeah. So we, we take the show to freedom 95. It goes on at 2am. It moves to morning drive. Um, I was blessed enough. Fox news came to our house and did an interview. Um, they, they recorded this I and mean, they were there for the all morning. It was, I mean, again, I had nothing to do with that. It was just uh, kind of divine intervention there, but they showed up, they did some stuff and, and we've just grown. And, um, that was back a couple of years ago. Now we are. Um, now we've got a TV show. Now, which is the, the real estate portion of this. My wife and I, um, we we do believe the Christian and me, and I don't want to make this too much about that, but just for the story to be told, um, we believe that God has called us to take this message and what we're doing outside of the confines of the state, and so we've sold we've sold our house. We're going to buy a motor home. We we homeschool. We got a twelve year old, a ten year old, and a a seven year old. And we're going to travel the country, speak at churches, take this, uh, taking it to the streets, taking it to the streets, baby. (laughs) So we're we're going to try to get on other radio stations with the program, other TV stations, and then we have a column, a syndicated column. We're hoping to get on you know newspapers and news outlets Mm -hmm. as well. So very exciting. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, it sounds awesome. So there's your real estate angle, right? I I mean, we we. it, well, even if it all goes bad, you sold at
0: a really good time. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> you sold at a great
1: time. Yeah, it, we bought in
2: 2012. Um, oh, great!
1: Yeah, yeah, so it literally more than more than doubled. I think it's 115 yeah, percent. we just increase. had a
2: show on whether or not you sell your personal house, and <laughs> we kind of we kind of left it where. Yeah, you sell your personal house, but then where do you go? Mm-hmm. You know, you have to overpay for a house. Yeah. But in your case, you sold your that's house right. and you're taking it to the streets, that's so right. it works out. So, to, you know, to add on to our last one of there our last up. podcasts, you could sell your house and take it to the streets, option, and, right? yeah. Yeah, buy right. an RV, put put your face
0: on the side of the uh-huh. RV, and go travel the country. Do you have your face
2: on the side of the, the RV. Wife, the
1: wife says no. "Show." You know, the, the truth is to go back to what we were saying earlier. You got to think about, you know, what people think in other places about. It's saying conservative, not better. You know, I mean, that that makes you. That's, but
2: it could just say the Todd Huff show and it starts it the could. conversation.
1: It could. You know. My wife is probably going to oppose that. She's really, we've already pushed her way out of her comfort zone here. So, <laughs>
2: hey. But yeah, I'd love to do mm-hmm. it. I mean, I would. I would love, love Ma- to have Mama
0: it. Mama Bear needs to feel safe. That's With right. her cubs. That's exactly right at home. I get it.
2: You know, and thinking and thinking about it, you know, I just think it would be cool to 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 see that, you know, on your Facebook or something, see you know, a wrapped, you know, RV. But you know, the reality is, you know, I guess that just leads us into something else. The world's crazy right now. You know, and you know, there probably is a safety element, you know, to that where you know there's radicals on both sides, but you know, if someone sees know conservative that may not be yeah you know and you don't want to su- subject your kids to that don't you don't want know? to do that right. no
1: and and um yeah that's that's the reality of those conversations so we're calling it the truth tour and i don't mean to say that we got everything figured out but i do think that america was built upon some truths that we need to get back to and that's really what this this mission's about is to go and and to talk about that my son did the logo uh, he drew it he's a pretty artistic little fella so we've got the truth tour um and we're hitting the streets here beginning, I think, in September is what it looks like. So it's, it's so exciting, great. The,
0: the minute you told me about this, as yeah. you know, I, yeah. was, <laughs> I was probably as excited as you as if I was going to be traveling. I think it's an amazing thing to take your kids, to expose them to just a neat world out there. You know, we traveled a lot. And I know Clint did as a kid, too. We did road trips with our families. Mm-hmm. You know, we did an RV summer. My mom was a teacher. My grandpa had an RV sitting Mm -hmm. at home, so we borrowed it. The whole summer? The whole summer. Okay. So we went out to Colorado and all around. um, We basically did the north, it would have been, I think, up to 80. We did 80 west, and then I can't think we came back on 10 through Albuquerque. Okay. 10 back. So we stayed at a dude ranch for two weeks, you know. This place for two weeks. And it was really neat to see the country.
2: You strike you know? me as a dude ranch
0: kind of guy. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I got thrown off a horse twice at that <laughs> dude <laughs> ranch. <Yeah. laughs> you know. I'll try anything once, Yeah. but yeah. I, I did my dude ranch. It's out of the way. You needed Todd on the trip with you yeah. to show you the ropes. Yeah, the horses are not uh, my thing. Mm. Anything with its own mind. All right, so you're going to go across the country. We are. You're going to be speaking... Um, about you know the things that you're passionate about. That's right. And you're going to be teaching the kids along the way. You already homeschool, right? We do homeschool. Yeah. All right. Well, I think it is one of the coolest things. You know, well, I, I believe in this that. country, and I'm go- We're going to be calling you a lot, not <laughs> just because we want to hear about your life, but also we want to hear about real estate across yeah. the country. Okay. And You're going to be our man on there. the ground hey, in all man. these places to see how attitudes are.
1: You know. Sure. One well, yeah, other exciting I love it. thing, aren't you? Aren't you giving the message at a at a church here pretty soon? Yeah, we uh, actually this Sunday at church. Um, yeah, at our church in, in Grace and Canby, mm-hmm. um, where I'm speaking there.
2: So, which is just so for people that don't know, it's just west of, or just, it's, it's actually south, south of the, <laughs> um, Indianapolis. Yeah, on sixty seven on sixty seven Kentucky yep. Avenue. Mm-hmm. But
1: um, yeah, it's funny. You know, the pastor asked me, you know how this works for as a Christian that. He asked me if I would tell my story about my walk with Jesus, and I said, sure, I'll do that. He asked me like the end of April, literally like the next couple of weeks is when this whole thing began Mm -hmm. to unfold. So um, just, I guess, uh, caution to people that are, you know, uh, respond to asking, you know, someone saying, hey, you want to tell your story about Jesus? You better be prepared for the story to get uh, pretty crazy here. Mm -hmm. So we got a lot to share so it's going to be a 4 hour message. Nah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So, but it's um we're, we're blessed and it's, you know, this you learn so much. I I tell people that, you know, I had an intellectual understanding of faith before this. You know, there's you can understand faith, but then to actually take these steps that we had to take. I mean, they weren't all easy, man. Yeah. Um you know, it was um there's been a lot of tears. All of us, all five of us, have cried a little bit, uh, but we're all excited yeah. too. There's just there's so much potential, as, uh, and, and we know. I, I firmly mean this but, and believe this that we we know this is what we're supposed to do. We don't have any doubts. There's there's the connection to the mm-hmm. home, right? And there's we're, we're leaving family, but we'll be back. We're, we'll be here every month still to do the television show, mm-hmm. which we touched on. But um, yeah, it's exciting. Everybody's excited, and um, You know, we're just ready to see what happens next, you know, see where this ends up and see, you just don't know the paths you're going to cross with Mm -hmm. people, the places you're going to get to see the opportunities you're going to get. And so that's what we're buckling up for right now. It'll
2: be a lifetime, a lifetime deal for you that you'll remember. What I mean by lifetime is you'll think about it for the rest of your lives. It's going to be a really cool thing. And I know I speak for Scott as well. You know, we're going to be praying for you on that, uh, on that trip. And, very, lot. you know, very exciting. Uh, so, tell us a little bit about the TV show. It's something that yeah. we met about and talked talked about here recently. We did. Yeah, got excited. Were,
1: you guys are a part mm. of that. Um, and so we started with the radio show. Um, the TV station approached me. I don't know, back this spring, probably right around the end of April, beginning of May, and they said, "Would you be interested?" You know, we talked about doing a TV show and. Um, it's something I had in the back of my mind, but you know I have a face for radio, so that makes it <laughs> challenging. So, but it's something that it just made sense. Um, we have a lot of folks uh, like you guys who have who've been loyal supporters of what we're doing, and um, you know I we made some phone calls to say, hey, if we did a TV show, this is something that you guys would be interested in, and you guys were interested, so. We're launching on August. August second is the first. Uh, the first day the TV show is on. Um, it'll be on TV forty here locally, and then um, we'll have it other places. People can see mm-hmm. it digitally a, as well. But so what's the format? The format's similar to the radio show, but it's 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 more structured, I guess. So there'll be a monologue, and then I'll have a guest, and then maybe two segments of guests depending upon. And then, but you know, we we talk about it's not so much about the political issue of the day. I, I get kind of, it's, it's like chasing rabbits, right? It's, oh, this happened. Let's talk about this. Oh, this happened. Let's talk about that. And to me, I try to use those things as, as a way to get back to the core issue, to the important point, not just she said this, he said that, this is, you know, like that, that to me isn't exciting. Right. What's exciting is why do these things matter? Why, sh- why is what happened something, you know, that we should be concerned with? How do we prevent that? Um, how do we protect liberty and freedom instead of, you know, going down this path of government knows all or whatever? So the the, the TV show allows us really to kind of talk um, more about some of these principles. So um, I don't like to do – we don't do themes on the radio show, but as I've put together the TV show, it's almost like one episode will be about a certain particular issue. Like one thing that's important to me is as a conservative, I kind of – push back when people say, well, you just don't care about people, right? You, you want to keep your money. You want to, you know, uh, lower taxes and people who don't have as much won't get as much social services. I say, well, th- the thing is I do have a solution. It's called the private uh, charitable part of America, right? Mm-hmm. And so Shepherd Community, one of our other partners on the east side of Indy, they're involved with the program. And so just to be able to, I just think these ideas matter, right? right. I mean, It's so much more efficient to to have a private charity run it than a government agency, and they're better at doing it. At some point, you say, why are we even doing these things? But um, anyway, so it it lets us talk more about
0: Mm -hmm. that, I guess. We just bought a boutique. My wife and I, really, my wife did. My wife bought the boutique, and it's a friend of ours who... um, set it up and she did a really good job and, and, um, it's called Close with a cause. And okay. So love it. she set it up and then COVID happened. She got a little nervous and we thought it was amazing. You know, we were supporters of her and, and, you know, cheering her on basically. Mm-hmm. And I think COVID made her a little nervous with, you know, cause it's a, there's a store, an actual mm-hmm. store. And so we offered to buy, you know, forty nine percent be the quieter partner, mm. and she took us up. And so, um, each month it's a new charity that all the profit goes to. Every so, month she changes yeah. it. Yeah, okay. so they they partner with it, and it's. I agree with the private sector part of the charity stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, when you go to uh, work with a company, um, I think we have our stuff on our website. Who we partner with, mm-hmm. um, we are big believers that private private industry should take part in those. If, if you work with a company that doesn't but you want to work with them tell them that
1: mm-hmm. you know I think mm-hmm. I
0: think it's becoming more popular to you know virtue signal oh we're amazing we do all these charities but the good part of that mm-hmm. which there's some real downsides with the way that opera, that is but the good part is you know it gets people focused on it and it's needed like it you is said. we it believe is. that in the in, in the structure of the United States as it currently stands it's an important way to, to solve some of the world's problems
1: absolutely is and and people are charitable i mean that's the thing people are are very charitable and we just have to um as a conservative i think if we want to make sure that we don't want to see government encroach upon these areas we're going to have to make sure that we provide Mm -hmm. for the needs and so i applaud you for what you're doing there because that is exactly what what needs to happen so far as i'm concerned but i got to tell you too i meant i I don't want to forget this um, we, the way that we, I, I love this story. You guys probably don't even realize this, but when we first got connected, we were connected through a girl named Shauna. Do you remember Shauna? Yeah. yeah, that's so, right. So Shauna, um, Shauna was, um, she doesn't work with us now, but we we were friends. Shauna's a liberal Democrat. right? And it's funny to me because you think, how can a liberal Democrat sell for a guy who literally, you know. <laughs> I mean, has bad thing, not personal attacks, but just about their thoughts, you know, their right. ideas, and ideology. Sure. And it was interesting to me because she actually, um, she, she has some some um, difficulties she has to deal with. So she that was really what prevented her and I from you know kind of developing a, a more long term solution together. But she was good at what she did when she yeah. was able to do it, and she she told me one time she said. Todd, I could never, (laughs) true story, Todd, I could never support a conservative Republican, but I could support you. And I said, Shauna, that's just, that's not true. You just know me. Mm -hmm. And that's, I guess what I was saying off the top is that there's a lot more common ground. She was a liberal Democrat who was in favor of the second amendment, right? right? These people exist. I mean, we, Mm -hmm. sometimes we put people into a box, but they, they exist.
0: And I'm a gun toting gun collector who has questions about the Second Amendment. Who and, has some doubts?
1: Sure. So and and, and there's people from all <laughs> there's different nuance
0: within all of this. That's right. Mm-hmm.
1: And and you don't get there without the conversation. But I just thought that was interesting because because to me you know, we connected through someone who on paper never even should have been working for us because
0: mm-hmm. she didn't. We're working with another person who on paper shouldn't connect with you either. She is a liberal Oh, Democrat.
1: the hip, hippie
0: lib? Yep. Oh, hippie lib, as you call her. The hippie lib is great. She is amazing. Yes. Yeah, she's she's, she's with a phenomenal lot of stuff. Yes. So um, I I don't even know who. Yeah. Uh, Joe and I met with her, and she, she's um, she's she's going to help us with some of the podcast advertising.
2: Oh, okay. And yeah, some yeah, other yeah.
0: Stuff. Yeah. She's really she's, interesting. She's
1: very sharp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's a buddy of mine. I met her. She was a server at at a at a restaurant years ago, and she introduced herself to me as the Hippie Lib when yeah. she found out I was a conservative, and that's of course the wrong thing to do because mm-hmm. that's her name now, right? <laughs> hippie Lib.
2: <laughs> well, within within Scott and I's business. In, we're kind of in the middle as far as our clients sure. as well. We have lots of uh, people, West Coast, Bay Area, which you know is predominantly, you know, a, a sure. blue state. You know, we have uh, we have a big um, following in Utah, right? That you know the is, uh, is the complete is the complete opposite. You know, it's kind of. Uh, it's kind of all over the place, but... Uh, some of our you know,
0: values in our business, I really feel like help us, you know, we're both pretty centrist, but at, at the end of the day, we do have some conservative values that I think help our business, mm-hmm. and, and along with being Christians. I think it really helps because we really are focused on wanting to help people, um, you know, succeed and, mm-hmm. and build independence and... You know, not be reliant on anyone except themselves, and those are transparency, some of the core transparency, yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. some of those core, you know, conservative values. Absolutely, that, that um, even, even. Well,
1: that's cults. what this podcast is about. I mean, really, you guys are trying to help people to.
2: Yeah, we're trying to help people, and regrettably, in our industry, there's also a lot of people out there putting stuff out on social media that have no business. You know, instructing yeah. other yeah. people on what to do. So we we, we, we kind of call out some of the the posers, yeah. you know, if you
0: will. That's what started this. Was we would call each other at night after seeing something on TikTok or, yeah. you know, some idiot, you know, idea that's just terrible, mm-hmm. and it would get a million likes, you know, and, and we were thinking, like, we have to stop yeah. this. We have to
1: save the world yeah. from these yeah. people, you know. Well, I admire so, that. And yeah, there's
2: a scene in one of the uh, one of the newer Star Wars movies where. Uh-huh. You know, Ray is describing what she thinks the force is, and she says that you know it's picking up objects and moving them across, and it's you know explains it. And Luke looks at her and says, "Literally everything you just said is not true." Right. And we we're that's kind of the same way we were looking at some of these TikToks and some yeah. of these Facebook posts yeah. from these so-called real estate experts. Like literally, one hundred percent of what they said it's is the opposite of co- what they yeah. Right? You
0: no, know, you're getting people, and people are listening, and they're going to get hurt. Maybe
1: very, yeah, with these types
2: you of know. purchases. And, and we, is, we've yeah. talked about it. I mean, yeah. they're getting we see it. hurt really bad. But, you know, you know, try to tie this back to real estate, you know, a, a a little bit. You know, we live in a in a crazy world. Like, you know, the pandemic, you know, is we felt like it was going away. It's kind of coming back. Mm-hmm. And you know, we're starting to get questions from some of our clients, you know, on it. Do, do you have any feel where you think this is going? You know, Los Angeles now is, you know, they're back yeah. to wearing masks. and
1: You know, I mean, it is definitely—and, you know, if you pay attention, as I know you guys do, you, you can see this uh, this coming back. This never really completely went away. It did, I think, where you live in the mm-hmm. country. Like, where I'm from, <laughs> I mean, it, we pretty much lived as much back to normal as, as you could, and I think even in most of Indiana. But right. you get to places like, mm-hmm. like you're talking about, San Francisco mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Los Angeles or— <clears throat> you know, New York City or places like that. Um, And and there are different considerations. I mean, there's bigger, you know, higher number of people in closer proximity. So, um, but, uh, you know, with with the variants and the insistence, we got one state that's now doing the door-to-door vaccine. Mm -hmm. I think it's North Carolina that's already started that. So, I did not know that they're going door-to-door. They are. (laughs) Are (laughs) they government employees
0: or private?
1: Uh. I don't want to Biden has announced that, and I call them the door-to-door vaccine corps, but they're going to go door-to-door to promote vaccines in the country. I don't Cut. know in the state of North Carolina if it's federal grants, if it's federal. I don't know exactly, but they're going. They're going to go.
0: Mm-hmm. The, the, you know, the reason this comes out is crazy. The <clears throat> reason they're doing it is crazy. There's just crazy all around so many things right now. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and You know, and then you see – the effects it's having on the economy oh yeah you know and it's it, it can be a scary time for folks um you know we were just talking about lunch <coughs> our lunches lately yeah. and how hard it is to get good service and we weren't saying it in a way complaining about the weight staff mm-hmm. it's, it's that it's hard to find staff to staff these yeah. places up so not, we're all very understanding about it but you know it's a strange time with the economy it's a very strange time i was reading about um let's see it was the night before last about about who wins during inflation, and it's it's exactly what you would probably expect, which is it's the wealth mm-hmm. it wins. So people who own properties win. Mm-hmm. It's the people who can't afford, you know, milk and eggs and yeah, the staples that are really hurt. You know, so it's it's not a, you know, we are all about success, but not at the cost of of anyone. Sure, much less any our country you mm-hmm. know, overall. And so, you know, it's it, I hate seeing this flare back up, you know.
1: And, and it is. And <clears throat> you know, it's it's who knows where it ends up to your to your question, but yeah. it's definitely back on the radar. Um and there's going to be talks of restrictions and mask mandates being re-implemented and uh forced vaccinations and we're already seeing these mm-hmm. things, so.
2: Cuz you know, we got we got really scared whenever this broke out, like when it broke out, I was actually in, in uh, Panama city beach, whenever, like it really started exploding mm-hmm. and me and Scott were on the phone. Like I was on the phone with Scott, like the entire time I was down So there. I'm a prepper, <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and, heard you, tell you know, and I was just, you know, are people going to stop paying their rent? Right. You know, what's, what's going to happen? You know, our customers are going to yeah. start calling and asking about, you know, the, the tenants that are in their property. You know, we saw record levels of collection, you know, rent collection during the early stages of the pandemic, mm-hmm. and then it kind of leveled off, and then it kind of started going the other way, and then all the government free money started coming out. And you know, yeah. I kind of hate to say this because it, you mm-hmm. know, a lot of the free money was not really, you know, my way of thinking. Sure, I, I like people that work. Sure, I yeah, like yeah. I like hard work, and hard work I think you know brings brings success. But we did see some people get caught back up, mm-hmm. you know, and now. I kind of feel like it's went down just a little bit, not a lot, not an alarming rate for any of our customers that are listening. But, you know, that now is there going to be more free money that comes? Yeah. You know, And, you know, the thing that I have a hard time with the free money is, I mean, there are jobs literally right. everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everyone is hiring. You can't drive down the street and not see – yeah. 10 now hiring signs within a mile radius With, here. With bonuses now. I mean, With bonuses, bonuses. We're, we're
0: hiring. We yeah. offer 401k, health insurance. You know, we always are in need of, of different maintenance staff, especially technicians who are specialists in, say, plumbing, HVAC. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're always hiring. Always. You know, we get them a good van or a, a Chevy Colorado truck and mm-hmm. 401k, health insurance. And it's difficult even for us. Yeah, it's, you it's incredible. But, you know,
2: where does, where does this go? Or are we yeah. all just kind of throwing darts up in the air and trying to see where it sticks you know is it uh you know i mean i think there's a, a lot of that that is
1: where we are I, th- I think that there's there is uncertainty and you know there's I, i'm a guy I'm, I'm a i'm a freedom guy uh, but but there is a role for government you know no government's anarchy i'm not an anarchist i'm mm-hmm. for a limited government the government that governs least governs best is what the founders uh was it jefferson i think mm-hmm. th- that said that and and so but there has to be. There's a role of government, and the government does hasn't have an interest in public health. But the question is, what can they do? Right? I mean, the the things that we've seen happen, and what's happened to businesses because of shutdowns, what's happened to personal wealth because of shutdowns, what's happened to individual choice, and. It's, and, and then you factor in the maze of trying to figure out what we're supposed to do. I mean, I've, I gave up following Dr. Fauci a long time ago because he would literally, quite literally, say the opposite thing a couple weeks after saying you know what he said earlier. And I think that's how a lot of Americans feel. No one really knows we're dealing with a microscopic virus that no matter what you try to do, mm-hmm. you can't prevent that from, from spreading as much as we like to think that we can. And so there's all
0: this uncertainty. I give everyone the benefit of the doubt more than normal during this because I really feel like, you know, my mom always said people are doing the best they can. Yeah. And I really believe that gen- generally speaking, that's true. You know, people mm-hmm. are all trying to do the best that they can based on the information they have.
1: And we got blindsided in a lot of ways we by did. this. And it's we're a new to, thing. Yeah.
0: So, you know, I there's a, a lot of grace. I feel like, a, you know, it's good to give grace during this period. There's a lot of stupid things going on out there. There's stupid stuff being said on both sides, um, but at the end of the day, this is a, a unique time for folks, and mm-hmm. a lot of them are just doing the best they can with the information that's they right.
1: Have. Yeah, that's right. And
0: you know, it's I
2: think from a from an economic and um, real estate perspective, I think that we're just now starting to see um, the effects from what even happened of us going into this pandemic. I agree. You know, I think that we didn't really see the effects over the last year. And I think that it's just getting ready to start. And my point is, we talked about it on several, you know, podcasts, you know, I believe that commercial real estate is going to be in the absolute toilet for a very, very long time. Um, you know, I told you the story about me trying to go to Qdoba to three different Qdobas that are all closed due to mm-hmm. staffing issues. They can't make money, so what's gonna happen is there's gonna be droves of mm-hmm. businesses go out of strip malls and multiplex type environments and you know they're gonna be vacant. We saw one of the largest mall operators file bankruptcy uh three, four weeks ago. Mm-hmm. The, um, Washington Prime, yeah, Washington Prime. Um, you know, you see these large twenty thousand square foot plus office buildings, like I, I mentioned on a podcast, like the Marsh Building that's yeah. on I, off of I sixty nine. I mean, they've been vacant forever. Now all these people are staying at home mm-hmm. and not going back to the office. I mean, I think you're going to see a ripple through commercial real estate that is just going to be massive, and I think it's just we heard, starting.
0: We heard an interesting counter argument to that. Clint and I we had we had a lunch with with a, one of the best commercial uh, experts in, in Indianapolis. Hmm. His counter argument was that now offices are going to need about 300 square feet per person versus they used to need about a hundred square feet per.
1: Because of like,
0: distancing. Of, yeah. Distancing okay. and security. Okay. So he's like, that'll absorb some of it, but how much? Yeah. I can, they can't absorb all of it. You
1: know, it's interesting. My, I have a, a friend who um, he, you know, during this COVID thing, you had to let everyone work from home. Yeah. Um, or even not work, and he he has a pretty big operation. And he said, um, once the dust kind of settled and there was some degree of normalcy, he said, "Never again." He said, "Never again are we working from home because our pro- productivity was in the tank." Yeah. You know, and um, there's just there is something. It, it's that's my perspective. Is what what did we realize that we lost right from that office environment, from the camaraderie, from just being together right the the what's it? the uh, the total is greater than the sum of its parts and and i think you wonder if people see that now but you've also got the push for everything's you know e-learning and you know we do virtual meetings and all this but there's there's something about being sitting down like this we it's, could have done this over the phone but this is clint and i talk about no. the
0: damage that's done to these these younger generations that were already being separated by technology yeah. and and You know, it's always easy for, you know, the older generation as we all get older to talk about how great it was when we were all going (laughs) together and we would drive to each other's houses to find out what's going on. And and there was a togetherness, but it's true. There's some damage being done. There was already damage on its way because technology was able to keep this younger generation separate. Mm -hmm. Um, There's there's an awkwardness and there's anxiety involved now in social interactions, which is... That's natural. Studies show it's perfectly natural if you don't have a lot of social interactions to be nervous during them. It's just mm-hmm. evolution. It's just the way the body works, and it's not healthy, mm-hmm. you know. And it, that that scares me for that generation. And yes, productivity goes down on any business when you're you're not in person. Yeah. And we w- people thrive on being together. This is you know yeah. this is part of the good parts of life is when we're all together. Exactly. I look forward to coming to work. Mm-hmm. I, I know I'm lucky to have that. Cause we've got great people and i'm passionate about what we That's do right. i mean i love real estate yeah, which is makes all i know maybe world, be silly yeah. to some people but i i love investment mm-hmm. real estate so it's just there's so much you lose mm-hmm. and and it scares me how easily people want to go back to that
1: well and you go you, we talked about restaurants earlier but you, you you go out to restaurants now and you look around and you'll see a family of four and they're all on their phone. They're all on their devices. Yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, their phone or iPad or whatever. And you think, uh, and, and we've all done this, right? Yeah. It's it's almost as though we're saying, I don't, wherever I am right now, I want to be somewhere else. Right. right? And that's just not healthy. I'll, Talk I'll, about I'll, Disney. I'll
2: one-up you. The uh-huh. Disney story oh, yeah. is crazy. So we, we were at Epcot Center uh-huh. around yeah. the, the country, the World Showcase yeah. at Epcot Center. And uh, we see a stroller coming at us, and there's two kids in there, you know, five, six, seven you know age range in this double stroller you know and there's there's uh there's some disney characters that are going by at the same time and those kids have tablets in their strollers just staring at their strollers while we're at you know at, at disney mm. you know probably watching a disney movie yeah, yeah, while, they're, the while they while you know, <laughs> while they're at disney it's just like i don't know like like you said some of that mm-hmm. innocence is is lost the childhood innocence it's yeah. uh,
0: and the relations mm-hmm. you know
1: the yeah, I like coming me, to
2: work too. I did, yeah. you know. And during the pandemic, man, I was ready to get back to work. Yeah, you know, ready to get back to work. But I also had one and three, or one and two and four year old girls yeah. through the pandemic that were ready to rip each other's arms off. So it's very difficult. Well, I know that uh, we're getting to the end of our time, real quick, I and mean, because I know we could sit here and talk to you forever. You know, well, I, and, I could too. And we really, really enjoyed, you know, having you on and you know being you know, part of, uh, part of your program. Tell us again, like where we see you, like where people can listen to you. Yeah. Um, no. And thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you for the invitation. I,
1: I love this. Like I told, I think I told Scott mm-hmm. on my show, I have to prepare, you know, even though we don't have notes, but right. I mean, I have to drive the conversation. So this is so refreshing to me to be able to You're just chilling. Yeah. yeah. And then <laughs> to, to hear what people ask to, you know, that gives me that feedback that you don't always get sitting behind the microphone, but do you like the whiskey? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so, but it's water. <laughs> yeah, it is water. It's, it's gone. You didn't, you didn't give me enough. Scott. <laughs> but um, we're on 95, nine, which is freedom. 95 in Indianapolis, uh, five to sevens uh, a.m. Monday through Friday on, on the weekends uh, kind of fluctuates the time there. And then, Overnights as well. We have a podcast. The show's a podcast. Um you can get it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or iHeartRadio, the Todd Huff Show. And then the T V show starts August second on uh WHMB TV forty. And uh looking forward to getting started. That's gonna that be today. so
0: awesome. I can't yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. I'm so
1: excited for it. It's you. it's exciting. You guys have been great, and that's that's what I want to to say to you guys too. I'm grateful. You guys I I'd say it on the show. In fact, I said it today. I haven't talked about being on this today because I, as I was doing the radio show, well, I'm like, fun. this is, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. I love this and I hope you know that I do. But um, part of my job that I love perhaps the most is I get to meet and interact with some of the best people. You, you hear so many bad things said about business, right, in general in America. And, and I tell people those aren't the people I deal with. Those aren't my advertisers. I'm sure this exists somewhere. I'm sure there's a crappy CEO. Maybe there's a lot of them, but I just don't encounter them. And you guys are kind of a a perfect example of that. I mean, you, you run your business with integrity. You, I mean, I love the stories. I mean, I could talk to you guys all day, (laughs) but there's just, you're doing so much good. And and, you know, Clint, I was thinking about you this morning, what you've done back in your hometown with some of the investment and improvements, and I know you probably don't even talk about that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I just, there's so much good that happens from entrepreneurs like you guys. And I am the beneficiary of that. I mean, you guys um, have, have you know, found what we're doing to be uh, exciting and you want to be a part of it, and it's only by your, your kindness and, and wanting to... Um, to support that, so we well, relational, and we
0: believed in you when we met you. You know, you were you were early on, but you were already successful, and um, that's how we operate. It's a relational business. We're, we're lucky enough to, we're small enough still to be mm-hmm. able to, you know, make decisions based on the people that we want to work with, our clientele that we work with. We don't work with folks that we don't like. That's mm-hmm. the other thing. We're, we're very lucky because we have so much demand. So we love our clients. Mm-hmm. So we get to love our clients. Mm-hmm. Which is awesome. Makes I mean, all the difference in the world, that? yeah. And then we get to work with whoever we want yeah. because we own the business. <laughs> so we choose to work with people we like. And um, so it's a very – we're very blessed with, with this business. And, and we are very honored to work with you. And it's been neat to watch your growth. And it's really cool that, you, you know, we're going to be a part of well, these big things you're doing now. And you're a big part of it. And, and we're, well,
1: we're grateful. And, yeah, we I'd love to – Whatever I can do to help you with whatever. I mean, this is, uh, right. we're going to travel the country and we're going to see what's going on. And we're, do you we, have yeah. like a bunk beds for us
2: that we can just, <laughs> can we roll with is, We'll meet you I in, to talk to in my Albuquerque my and, yeah, you know, right. we have the bunk beds. <laughs> well, that's our show today. He's Todd Huff of the Todd Huff Show. Conservative, not better. I don't care if you're a Democrat, Republican, or Independent this is a good man here. His show is very interesting. Tune in Freedom 95, 5 to 7 a.m. Monday through Friday, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and check out the new TV show. Thanks again for yeah. being on with us today. We're the homeboys. Again, hit subscribe down there. Keep following us. We love pushing this stuff out to you. Until next time, happy investing.